Welcome to the Holding Hands and Throwing Fist Podcast. I got the mic. I have the opinions. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a very lucky season seven, episode seven. So lucky. Yeah, super lucky because (laughs) we're overdoing this podcast (laughs) and you're lucky to be listening to it right now. (laughs) Although I'm pretty excited and uh, you're in for a special treat this week because I did all the notes. Which happens if you listen about once every 11 episodes or so. That's how I know it's a lucky 7-7 episode. And 7 is stereotypically one of my lucky numbers. But that's okay. I still love it. And I fucking feel so good right now. I didn't even look at our notes this week. It feels fucking so good. You're going to be like Ron Burgundy. She reads whatever's on the teleprompter. (laughs) I'll be like George Peter reading whatever's on the notes. That's right. I don't even remember what I wrote. So let's see. Let's let's go into the intro. (laughs) We are back from vacation taking yet another week off. Suck it Apple podcast notes. We identify as a weekly podcast. So take that. We're a fucking (laughs) weekly podcast. Ugh. pissing me off babe tell the people what happened last weeks all right so i'm gonna go back two weeks ago to ufc fight night long island ortega versus rodriguez because we were telling you all about it and live on the air we were saying should we go i don't know let's talk about it after well we talked about it after and we fucking went and we had six seats but more on us being haters on that lady <laughs> all in all it was a lot of fun what you do need to know about that fight night was that shane burgos from the bronx won lauren murphy won the leech from china won matthew christopher schnell won a crazy fight mm-hmm. amanda lemnos Limosh. One? Who was she fighting? Oh, yeah. The karate hottie one. Yeah. She submitted her. I forget how. It was a weird main event because, like, she did submit Watterson and Watterson tapped, but the ref didn't see. Oh, yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Stopped fighting. Mucho respect. Mucho respect. And then Yair Rodriguez won because he put into a series of events in which Brian Ortega hurt his shoulder yeah. but really the fight ended because of Brian's shoulder but yeah year one and it was fantastic for me because that's who I was rooting for though I would say much of the crowd was rooting for Ortega and then last week which I am bummed we didn't get to tell you about was UFC Fight Night Blades versus Aspinall because it took place in London this past Saturday it was Jesus it was a fucking the crowd was crazy stacked card yeah the crowd was crazy. It was an afternoon fight card again. It literally had everything we needed. And I'm assuming that we're going to talk about it a little bit in the top whatever. Yeah, in George the top wrote? whatever. Yeah, okay. I think it's a top three. Maybe it's like two and a half. I think we'll call it the top two and a half, actually. Yeah, okay. I like that. Cool. Um, what's happening next week or this week coming up? UFC 277 is this week. We totally forgot about it already happening. Pena is rematching Nunes. And um, this is the finale of the Ultimate Fighter in which Pena and Nuni were both coaches of their respective teams. Babe, we watched most of the season. How would you rate the season? It's what it is. 
I like it. Like people, people like to hate on it. Yeah, and I can, I totally understand why they like to hate on it. But why do you expect more from what it is? I think uh, it was a. I think it was. I agree with you a hundred percent on that. My, why our why is your eye going wonky? Over I don't know. There. I think I got a hair. I just got my hair cut. Ugh. Or I'm having some sort of a weird stroke. Are you I, having a seizure? <laughs> Can you just finish this episode? I hate that. Like, I have this big conflict in my life where I hate doing the podcast under the influence of anything. But I don't know if you notice, I'm drinking one of these watermelon hard seltzers. Oh, I noticed. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know. Every time I hear you, you hear a little, <laughs> yeah. you give me a judgmental face. Um, but I also hate being sober. So that's kind of like <laughs> this podcast causes me conflict. In well, my life. both Paul and Jennifer will be happy that the bender continues. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wrote it in my, in my personal notes, <laughs> oh, that no. quote that you said the other day. Uh, what is it? It's, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I gotta get it. It's like it's. Uh, I'll, I'll come back to that while you while you trap about some other stuff later. <laughs> don't, don't fuck up one of my quotes. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> All right, let's get to the top two and a half, will we? Yeah. Oh man, I'm gonna start start off the top two and a half, uh, recapping our experience with UFC Fight Night Ortega versus Rodriguez, which was at the USB Arena in Elmont, Long Island. While we're trying to be positive these days, holy shit, are we gonna list our grievances below? Babe, For- <laughs> no, 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 no. What? First, what if you are all willing to listen to another podcast? This might be the time where I recommend you pausing, holding hands, and throwing fists. They're not going to find it easily. Go to the MMA hour and listen to this actual Monday. professional MMA journalists talk about and rate their experience okay. at USB Arena. I already call bullshit. Versus what george is about to say i already called bullshit okay because the main guy from that show so listeners i always recommend you go other places to listen to real shit but it is going to be hard for you to find it it's somewhere around the whatever three it's somewhere between hour one and hour four <laughs> no it, it happens right away they get right into it in oh the do beginning they of the okay MMA so hour. this is monday's episode of the mma hour last monday this fucking guy oh last monday's not today which yeah. is when we're recording this last monday the whatever <laughs> figure it out the 18th figure it out the 18th look i, I got info look, wow look at you this fucking guy connor gc burks it was his first ufc event ever and he's only been on the uh, a producer he's only been in the mma world for like nine months so we were like, oh, yeah, this is fucking okay, incredible. All right. No we problem. Went. Get on your high horse and enlist your grievances. <laughs> so we, what I'm saying is we're more experienced <laughs> and we're going to shit all over it. <laughs> First off, Belmont Racetrack is part of Queens and is literally right across the street from the UBS arena, which is technically in Elmont, Long Island. That sounds like the fakest shit ever that Belmont and Elmont are right across the street from each other. And that's the first fucking problem that we had agreed <laughs> second off parking was incredibly unclear so uh so much so that i took an actual survey to complain about it and i feel i made andreas proud by going out of my way to do by doing that <laughs> you really did <laughs> 
a little bright spot we got to go in through the american express entrance to cut the line but then we couldn't find our freaking seats because we actually got floor seats because they were reasonably priced and we wanted to see if we if it was worth it but there was no signage for the floor seats which is fucking crazy we had to ask three different employees and they were finally so shady like <laughs> go to section 120 hang a left then a right then cross through the area that you're not supposed to go through they'll let you through and then you'll get there hold up wait a minute this is where i will inject some positivity before is Please technically do. allowed Please do. because it was so fucking unclear where our goddamn seats were we saw marab in person we did not stop him to take a photo but we were like less than five feet away from him he is so short it's so funny but he was looking super fly in his dress shirt and dress pants uh that is fucking awesome and i love that you're being positive and all in all we're still only about halfway through the the airing of grievances <laughs> and i feel really bad because i was i was just very cranky that day i know and if you were a little less cranky you might have encouraged me to get a photo with him because we could have there was no one else around because we were in the fucking back hallway yeah. of us it was just such an whatever. ordeal oh and God. we were already missing fights like parking was a fucking thing blah 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 also uh is this how uh it feels uh when you fucking jump the gun and don't read the notes and then talk about something else that's already in there oh, and highlight it for you this is how it feels and i'm fucking forgiving and you're just fucking ruthless with me well whatever so we get to our seats <laughs> And these big fat fucking slobs behind us dropped a supersized Coke all over the floor. My partner over here turned around and be like, this is your spilled soda. To which fucking Bubba Fett replied, no. Then whose fucking soda was it? And your dress was fucking covered in soda. I did not say this is yours. I pointed (laughs) is this your soda? And he said no. So then, come to think of it, then I went on this whole tangent, just freaking George burning. Was really mad. I was like, these freaking Long Island slobs, you're pigs, you're baboons. <laughs> it's just not who we wanted to be around all Saturday afternoon, and everybody who lives in Long Island is a disgusting fuck. You hear me? George was literally ready to leave. It was, it was really not the Dude, vibe. <laughs> I was, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm apologizing again for this. I'm sorry. I think it's, I, I think it's because I, I, I freaking, whatever. I smoked in the morning, and I was coming down, and I was just, it was just bad. I should, and that's why I need to just not be smoking like that at fucking 8 a.m. on a Saturday. I walked into the American Express private bar to gauge the drink time, because apparently also getting a drink was impossible oh, in the regular line. That was, that was a whole other thing. We spent half an hour to get two double vodkas each because we were fucking not waiting it was also longer than half an hour. <laughs> it was longer than half an hour at one line but so i get into the american express private bar because i'm a big american express guy everybody knows everybody knows <laughs> i saw a dude face down passed out on the couch in a private lounge at noon noon passed out dead face down we're still only like three fights into the prelims we didn't yeah, even it was early, dude. It was fucking card. early, dude. Oof. I didn't even think it was noon. It might have been earlier, but I didn't want to fucking do all the calculations to figure it out. All right. So, so we here. could go on and yeah. on, but it wasn't all that bad. I already told you about seeing Marab. That was fun. And he was our first person we saw there, which is great. And so I'm sorry, George, for not reading the notes. But 
But when we got to our seats, we were cheering on Laura Murphy versus Misha Tate. And Laura, Lauren, Lauren won, which was awesome because everyone was rooting for Misha Tate. And that did sort of become the theme of our um day other than rooting for Shane Burgos he got a huge pop from the crowd because he was stupidly the only fighter from New York who was on the card he also wound up winning um, for sure hometown hero then Matthew Christopher Schnell who we've never heard of had an incredible finish choking out Sumadurji. Thank you. Because it's one name and you having it separated, it fucked me up. Well, on Wikipedia and on the Google, it's two. Interesting. And that's actually how they do it now. Oh, so. thank you. Okay. Sumadurji. Um, he choked about cold and then he was like, they were covered in blood and he was out a long time. It was just like not. And it was on ESPN, so a lot of people were like, this is not a sport. (laughs) Uh, Again, standard. We already told you, Michelle Watterson got submitted. Um, And then in the main event, Brian Ortega, who we were not fans of, failed Failed again. Again, again by getting his shoulder separated early into round one. It was just like super weird. It was was a good card. Oh, and like the commentators got to wear their gold oh yeah blazers abc blazers abc worldwide of sports blazers yeah there's a lot of good stuff yeah like it there was a lot of good stuff bruce looks great he had a fucking beautiful blazer it was like this patterned uh uh blue tonal yeah kind of like triangle blazer it was great george literally just bought one that looks very similar yeah except mine is sequins Um, (laughs) so one time his wasn't (laughs) um so it was admittedly a weird day but I had a lot of fun. I know looking back now, I, George did too. Yeah, we had fun. We definitely had fun. Um, there's one thing that the, this guy, Connor Burks, that we were talking about had mentioned on the show and we kind of overlooked it. I don't know if, if people who haven't been to UFC know about this stuff, but like when the main card starts, mm. they play um, basically, I, I'm pretty sure from front to back, uh, what is it? Uh, Teenage Wasteland? Is that what it's yeah. actually called? No, Baba O'Reilly is what it, the song oh. is called, By the Who. And now that I said that, I remember that we had these in the notes before. <laughs> I think when we went to another UFC event talking about explaining about it. But they play all of Baba O'Reilly um, and it's all like highlights of the UFC over the years. And it was, even though we were there and fucking our feet were covered in Coca-Cola. <laughs> <laughs> so sticky. And we didn't have any drinks. That was, oh, it's always fucking powerful and cool. Um, last thing to call out, floor seats are great, and you can hear and see a whole bunch of stuff, but you're like level with the octagon, so once people start standing in front of you, you have to stand too, and it's a whole thing, and I think just fuck Island, fuck Long Island, you know, babe? Absolutely. But would you get seats like that again if we got a deal like that again? It's tricky. I think it's better to be the 100s where you're yeah. a little elevated. But I think if the if the cost is similar, I would be like, ah, fuck it, let's get yeah. those fucking seats again. But I think I agree. I think we should be looking for hunt for section one hundred. Yeah. So it's, we learned. We learned. All right. Let's go to number two on our top two and a half, and that was this week's card that unfortunately we couldn't prepare you for, but we can still tell you about it. It was UFC Fight Night Blades versus Aspinall, and it was in London, as we said earlier. We watched a lot of it while we were driving out to Long Island to see our boys, which is so contradictory to our previous top one where it ended with fuck you Long Island. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um, 
So it was kind of a semi-boring card, somewhat sad card. Um, but the two people who needed to deliver the most did. It was Meatball Molly who did it again with yet another spinning elbow that led to punches to TKO Hannah Goldie and Slick Nick's favorite fighter, Patty the Batty. Fuck you, Slick Nick, because he still doesn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> but Patty the Batty submitted his opponent, Jordan Le- Levitt. And then he proceeded to teabag him like Modern Warfare 2. So... Which was something that was spoken about <laughs> prior to the fight, um, because it, they were just because they were fighters. just all yeah they were they just fucking all up in each other's shit all week. Had a really weird back and forth. So in his post-fight press conference, Patty the Batty shared um, a very emotional story that the we the Friday before the Saturday fights he found out that he lost one of his friends to suicide and no matter what he continued to prepare for the fight and therefore he used his chance to push this message of not just mental health but specifically getting men to talk and so that was really beautiful you should youtube patty the batty post fight interview to listen i don't often have feels but it does hit you in the feels <laughs> ain't that the truth all right uh, now time for point half of the top two and a half ufc 277 uh, is this saturday and it actually looks like it's going to be awesome look at the main card and prelim lineup coming up um carlos diego Ferreira is fighting uh jacar close babe i feel like we just saw jacar close we like justin taffa don't we he's fighting dontel uh maze remember oh yeah drew dober's fighting rafael uh, alves and uh oh on on uh, the last one on the prelim card or the uh, main event of the what, what do you call that yeah, the feature fight of the prelim whatever oh. is alex morono versus matthew uh semelsberger do we know we've seen them people? before but uh no big deal there i forgot paulo costa versus luke rockhold was supposed to be on this pay-per-view and it got canceled uh, which would have been exciting that sounds like a great fight but listen to this main card it's not bad you got Mag- magomed akalaya versus anthony smith you're we're big anthony smith fans Huge, over here great. and akalaya is 17 and uh and one so he's awesome mm-hmm. um we have Alex Perez fighting, who I vaguely remember. Jamie's favorite fighty, fi- fighty. <laughs> Jamie's favorite fighty, Derek Louis, is fighting. <laughs> uh, Brandon M is fighting Kai Kaur France for the interim uh, flyweight title. So that's really exciting. That's exciting. And dude, I think I'm going to put some more money on Juliana Pena versus uh, Amanda Nuni. I don't know. This is big. Um, I forget which other podcast I was saying, but it's like whenever. A, f- a champion loses their belt to the underdog and they have the rematch the underdog who won the belt from the champion usually retains it really yeah. that, i think that so makes now sense you should definitely <laughs> put money well, on i wonder what the odds Juliana. are oh. Very interesting, right? I don't know. We love Noonie and we love her little family and we love the other Noonie now because her wife is also took her last name. What's her first name again? I'm just I'm like Nina. Oh, Nina. Nina Noonie. Yeah, exactly. Thank <laughs> um, and their daughter and all that stuff. And I really do love Amanda, but I like watching the Ultimate Fighter. She just seems like so like full of herself. And I think that's kind of what got her in trouble in the last fight. And she doesn't seem like she's like that much hungrier or more 
having her ego in check. Like, <laughs> freaking, they had one night off where the team got to leave the house, right? Because the whole premise of the Ultimate Fighter is you're stuck in the house and you can't do anything. You don't have phones, you don't have TVs. They just leave you with liquor and the gym. So Juliana Pena took her team to go see the Jabberwockies in Vegas, which I feel like was the only thing that was approved by the UFC budget. <laughs> so strange, but, but I fucking fun. love it. I love it. But then Nunes took them to like a Brazilian freaking steakhouse, and it didn't look like a great steakhouse either, but whatever. No, it, it would have been was, nice. It just looked very it like... It looked like nowhere Raymond has taken... Exactly. Like the crew. Exactly. Like, it didn't look like a Raymond the Brazilian steakhouse, like nice, darkly, d- dimly lit with wine and shit. It was like a, it was at three o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, <laughs> it was just bright and, and, and empty and. Ooh. Yeah, and then she gave everybody like her action figures of her. That was like her gift to her team, and I was like, okay, man, like that. But then she like really outdid herself because after dinner she also autographed her action figure for yeah, her I don't team. know man I don't know like a little super awk and then they had to like be grateful for it I don't know Wait, whatever I don't like it's the shit. first pay-per-view that I'm excited for I feel like in a, in a month <laughs> so, that is important that is important BTI rundown yeah oh yeah alright babe <laughs> uh, Nate Diaz is fighting Hamzat Shimaev in September what the fuck I cannot believe that after hearing Nate Diaz say he does not want to fight Hamzat only because the UFC uses Nate to give people like him a name. But whatever. We'll watch. Babe, Bellator was last Friday. Did you hear anything about it at all? Yo, I was going to say, we hate Bellator so much we don't even mention them anymore, but that's on them. That is on them because we want to mention them. Babe. Peter Yan versus Sean O'Malley was announced. Any chance Sean O wins? I fucking hope not. Let's go, Piotr. <gasps> <laughs> Feel good moment. Tom Aspinall and Curtis Blades drank beers together after Tom Aspinall had a fight-ending knee injury just 15 seconds into the fight. Babe, if you could drink with Tom Aspinall, Mylon McCann, or Patty the Batty, who would you choose? Oh my gosh, what a great question. I'm going to go with Patty the Batty because I know how much he loves food, so I know we would definitely also be eating pizza. Really good answer. Babe, did you Wait, know? no, no, no. You could choose someone. I'm going to pick Tom Aspinall because I think Molly is going to be just a little bit too much for me, even though I really do love her, mm-hmm. and I think she's awesome, but I think I'm going to be like, uh, although if she's going to start singing, I'll start singing. So maybe Molly, maybe I'm taking it back. Patty, I feel like he's going to be like too all over the place for me too, and I'm already like that anyway. Yeah. So I feel like t- Tom's going to make me chill for a little bit. We could have a laugh, and he seems like a good guy. So I'm going to pick Tom. Great. Babe, did you know Bilal Muhammad is fighting Sean Brady? No, I had no idea why. I think that's on the same card as what I did in the PTI rundown all over the place. I think it's Nate Diaz, Kamzat, Peter Yan, uh, Sean O, which I'm going to call him Sean O from now on. That's interesting. <laughs> Bilal Muhammad, Sean Brady. All right. Cool. Last one. Babe, Molly called out Valentina's sister, Antonina. What do you think? I think that's a great call out. I think it's someone who's popular, but also she's not a killer. So I like it. All right. That's it for the PTI rundown this week. Thanks for being, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Cool with us being a little bit rusty, but we'll be back. Your mom's rusty. (laughs) This episode is brought to you by Tony Burgess from Bermuda. Thanks for the drive and the good vibes. Casually dropping that you had sex with Bob Dar- Darley's daughter. 